Welcome again to Myth Magic Medicine. Today, this is Dr. Harry Nima Zagara. Hi, Harry. Thank you so much for joining me today. You arrived in the U.S. in what year? You're, I know you're from Lima, but when yes. did you get to the U.S.? Yes, so we came in 2007. And like, and first, thank you so oh, much for having me. Very show, recent. Dennis. Very recent. Okay. Yes, in, in 2007. Yeah, well, yeah, it's recent. But now it's like 16, 17 years well, now. I'm, I'm old. It feels very <laughs> recent to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you trained in Lima? Yes. Can you, yes, can you talk a little bit about the system that they use there? Is it does it follow? Is it very similar to that system that they use in um, the Caribbean? Most of the Caribbean schools use the French system of anatomy, and there's you usually yeah. don't do undergraduate; you go straight to medical school. Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's a little bit different than here in the U.S., right? Like, so we 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 actually start like in in our regular school, right? Like, so in in school we don't have like um, like elementary. Me middle and high school so we only have like elementary and high school right mm -hmm. like and like and after that you you train and you uh, take like you you study right like for for an admission test right mm -hmm. like so there's thousands of people like going like to to the place right like and they take like the test uh everyone like the same day and after that like the results come and and then they decide if if you're in or, or not all right right like so do, yeah do they is it a national exam and then they tell you which school you can go to or do you sit for a particular school is for a particular school yes okay. so it's is so each school has like their their its independent like test and mm -hmm. and like and because of that, sometimes it's difficult. Like when two schools have like the test like like the same day, right? Like so. Oh, I mean, yes, you, you, you can't some... take both. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, one has to be grateful they do at least, even though I don't really like the MCAT. At least they have mm -hmm. one system of exams here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, did you come from a medical background? Did you was your family in medicine? Uh, no, no. Actually, that's uh, that's very interesting. I mean, like I'm first generation that went to college. Uh, mm -hmm. My family, uh, we come from humble beginnings, actually, and uh, so my, my my mom and, and my dad too, uh, they were not able like to go to college. So they, so so my mom had like a beauty salon, and she she was also doing like other kind of businesses, like mm -hmm. including like like the real estate. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean like uh, I was like the first generation to go to school. What what inspired you to go into medicine? Uh well, like uh big thing it was my mom right like mm -hmm. so i mean like uh she is so i saw her how she would uh devote her life and 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 work so hard like for my sister and i right like so uh to give us a better opportunities and education like for both actually and to again like to at some point to be able like to go like uh, abroad right mm -hmm. yes for so many immigrants from from so many countries you need to go somewhere else to get the further education that you need but that's correct. Yes. Yeah. yes. So how long is education, the medical education there in Peru to get the yes. first degree? Yes, it it depends on the medical school. Like, so it used to depend on the medical school. Like, like it used to be either seven or eight years. Now it's more like a standardized. It's only seven years, right? Like, but again, like if you take into account like the undergrade and the graduate school, it's almost like like the same yeah, time, right? True. <laughs> does does the uh, basic medical education that you get before you get your doctor degree include an internship yes yes okay. so you come uh, usually... out and you are licensed and you can work as soon as you get your degree yeah that's yeah. correct yeah so so you just need like to get like your license and like again like you need to write a thesis or something like that and then like you 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 can work directly as a physician yeah did you do that for a while there 
Yes, yes. So I mean, I mean, also like um, at the time I finished medical school. Yes, I had the feeling, and I really wanted to come to the U.S. to continue my training. But I mean, I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So like, mm-hmm. so after like medical school, there's a year that that you also do to serve your your country and go to the underserved areas in Peru, right? Mm-hmm. Which also helps when you try to go into residency in Peru. So I was doing that in part because of that, but also like in part because to, I mean, I mean, I wanted to save some money, like to take like the test, like to come here to the US and also like yeah. the trips and all of that. Yeah. I think a lot of Americans say, oh, that doesn't very much. No, it's not very much in American money. <laughs> Getting other people's money, it's a lot of money. It's very expensive, <laughs> yeah. very expensive. And the trips, oh my God, they're, they're yeah. really expensive. Yeah. Did you did you come to the country first or did you did you just sit the exams in Peru and when you got a place you came? So uh yeah, so we're we're lucky that in Lima, where, where I come from, we have like there are a couple of uh places where, where you can take like the first steps, right? Like step one mm-hmm. and step two. Uh, of course, like when, when I was in training and when I was applying here, uh there was what is called like the clinical skills where where, where you should come here to the US. Uh there were I think at that time like six places, right? So like uh, it's Houston, when, Atlanta, New York, right. uh, Chicago, right? Yeah, and Philadelphia. They stopped it because of COVID. There is, there's not seem to be much of an appetite to bring it back. Yeah. Uh, it, it was bad enough for the Americans to have to go to very expensive areas to take those exams. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, for no, foreigners, absolutely. it's really a problem. Yeah, so again, I came to the U.S. for the first time when I when when, when actually I was about like to take the clinical skills. So mm-hmm. like I came, like I believe like five days or seven days like before the test and I was there like in my room in the hotel like just training like I mean all the questions and answers yeah. with another doctor also from abroad it was funny but yeah this kind of oh, did, you, did you know this person before you met no I... no oh, no okay. not at all I mean we we just met in the hotel and again there 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 were a couple of doctors from abroad like that that mm-hmm. were tra- tra- training for that test yeah, mm-hmm. yeah very nerve-wracking but yeah. you got through it <laughs> how yes. long how long? Uh, there's also about two months before, between finishing it and passed and knowing whether you passed or not. So, did you went back to Peru or you stayed in the U.S. while you were waiting for the results? Yeah. So, um, I I came to take the test. I was a little bit late for that cycle, and I mm-hmm. decided like to do some rotations here in the U.S. because oh, I haven't good. come before, and and that's very important when you're a doctor from abroad, right? Like so, so you want to have some clinical experience here in the U.S. Even as an observership, right? So uh, I I stay here for a couple of months, and and then like, unfortunately, I wasn't able to match in the first cycle, like, uh, and and the reason was like like the same. So I had taken like the clinical skills too late, and the result mm-hmm. came. I like I believe in February or March when it was too late yeah. already. Uh, so yeah, but that. Uh, laid it like the ground like to continue doing other things right like I, like I was fortunate that for the next cycle I was able like I was able like to take like the step three so like it was even mm-hmm. better like my application and also on that round I mean like uh, I came to the U.S. for more rotations and and, to, and and for the interviews and I was coming with with my wife too so with, with my future wife in that moment right and she graduated with you She's also a physician, right? Yes, yes. So uh, it was an interesting story. Like, so we uh, we are from the same medical school. We're mm-hmm. from the same year. So we knew each other for years, like eight years, mm-hmm. like before we we fell in love and we decided like to go go out together. And 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 also at the end, when because we were coming together to the U.S., I mean, 
it just made sense, right? Like, yeah. and, like, and, right. and again, like we fell in love and like the rest is history. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> you got married in Peru though with your families? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Did she come and take the exams at the same time you did? Or, yes. or was that like, yes. okay? Yeah, so so we were in the same class and we were almost parallel. And and it was just like again in the last year where we were so close like to the match that we decided like again like to apply together. Uh not as a couple's match, but like but, but again like apply like almost in the same cities in the same right. geographic yeah. area. The, the cities who've got more than one hospital. There's a, there's yes. a chance exactly. yes. Exactly. Yeah. Also, probably sensible if you were gonna were you in the same specialty as well? Uh, no, she's uh, family medicine, oh, and so uh, I was applying for internal medicine initially. Yeah, so the, there isn't the scheduling issue, but getting if you're in the same specialty oh, in the same yes. year, you can't get time off together, and that's yes. it's it's hard enough without that on top of it. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. so you um you matched immediately into internal into once you were on the right cycle. You yeah, got into yeah. a you didn't have to wait another one. You went into internal medicine. Yes, yes, did, that's correct. Did, did you know at the time what your ultimate subspecialty would be, or was it just the smorgasbord of all sorts of things that you could look at? At that time, I knew already. Like I, mm -hmm. I knew that I really liked um, pulmonary. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't been that exposed to critical care in my country because in my country, like like in Peru, like the specialties are separate, right? Like so, you mm -hmm. either do like a pulmonary or critical care. But but mm -hmm. he and the U.S. is together, right? Like so, I had been exposed to surgical critical care, and uh, it was okay. But it's, it it was not really exciting, like in that moment to me, right? Like so, mm -hmm. I wanted to be exposed to critical care in in my residency. So that's why I asked for extra time in the ICU. Good. Uh, <laughs> silly silly me, right? Like, like initially. Yeah, like but usually internet. usually people are quite happy to let you do that. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Please be my guest. Uh, I can stay another month if you want. Yes, yeah, that's good. So that was your first love, and and you placed. Where did you actually do your residency? I forgot. You, you said you yeah. said you were in you were in the same town, but you didn't say yes. which town that was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we were like in Pennsylvania. Uh, it was in the Lehigh Valley area, uh, like the city is called like Bethlehem. So mm -hmm. uh, and we were very lucky and blessed that again like. We didn't match in the same hospital, but it was in the same area. See, I've got, I didn't tell you, but in the 50 years I've lived in the United States, I'm originally from England, oh. I have lived in Katasakwa. Oh, it's not which a, is not right, next, yeah, yeah, yeah. right next yeah. door to Bethlehem. Yeah, I did my residency in St. Luke's. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was there before your time, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so where did, you, where did your wife go? Where did she wind up? Uh, she went to Sacred Heart Hospital in Allentown. So again, like, so, so it's like Bethlehem, Allentown, Easton, right? Yes. Uh, so uh, I was in Bethlehem. She was in Allentown. Like the difference is only 10 minutes in driving, right? 10 or 15 minutes in driving. So mm -hmm. we were able like to live together. I mean, do, 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 during all our residency. Allentown, she did family medicine there. Yeah, I did ER. I worked in the ER at um, Urgent Care at Sacred Heart, but well before your time. So, yeah. Yeah. so you both finished your residency at the same time? Uh, no, actually, I I finished my my residency a year earlier than her. So I mean, like I I apply and I got like in the match one year before her. Oh, I see. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and and that's also part of the reason why after my residency, I looked for a job kind of close by the area, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? Like, so I can uh, work and, and we continue living together. And also at the same time, I was making my CV stronger or like more, yeah. more, more, more competitive, right? Like, so, uh, so after the residency, uh, I was working for two years in Philadelphia in one of the UPenn hospitals in the Penn Presbyterian in, uh, in the ICU again, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right? Like as an ICU hospitalist. Good. And your wife was with you or you, you were commuting? Yeah, I was, I, I was commuting every day, right? Like, so, I mean, I, but I, I, no, it wasn't, it was not every day. I mean, it was like 16 shifts a month or something like right. that. So it was like, 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 like the model of seven on and seven off or something like that. Oh, okay. So, okay. so it was not terrible, but um, it was difficult during the winter, as you can imagine, like with uh, snowstorms. Quite, quite uh, with, a bit of snow up that way. Yeah. With, with, with the freezing rain. But uh, yeah, I learned how to drive in snow with a small Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> Fun time. Was it was it a sort of an aside from that? But was did you find adjusting because Lima has its cold times, doesn't it? it? It's not that cold. Is is I mean, it's actually very template. Like like uh, okay. it's it's kind of it's, it's kind of similar as California if you think about it. Oh really? I always thought I was assumed it was up a mountain, so it'd be cold. Um, <laughs> did yeah. you? Um, so you you were commuting as she finished her third year in family medicine. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh-huh. And then. She started work, or did she start uh, subspecialty training as well? Yeah. So, like the the great thing is that, uh, or, or like the great news for us was that uh, she got pregnant her last uh, year of residency. So very soon after she finished her residency, we had our first boy, our first baby. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was um, a blessing. It was the best thing. And uh, yeah. So I like I like and it was like the best timing, right? Like so, she just had finished her residency. I was uh, so yes, so working as the hospitalist, and I had like the time like to to to, to spend with her and the baby, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, it was yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. So she she took an, a year off to be able to be with the baby. Before yes, she did yes. her specialty, what is yes. her? What's her subspecialty? Uh, she she's mainly in general uh, family medicine. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I thought when you were speaking before that she she that's why she was in training still when you finished because she was still doing her residency. I thought she yeah. had done a, a fellowship also. Okay. Yeah. So she's she's not a hospitalist though. Neither are you you're in intensive no. care now. Yes, so I'm. Uh, I I actually work now, like in Dallas Forward, so I'm full time here, and uh, so um, I'm in pulmonary critical care. Yeah, most of the time, probably eighty percent of the time, I devote to critical care and twenty percent to pulmonary. Was that because you wanted to be in a warmer climate? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, just, yes, just uh, the best offer. <laughs> we 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 always thought that we were gonna come back to the East Coast be, be, because mm-hmm. we love the area. I mean, like so so we had been in Pennsylvania and also in Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, in, like in Virginia because of the fellowship of the Palm Critical Care Training, mm-hmm. uh, and we love the area, we love the nature and all of that. But um, we we came here to Texas in part of the immigration uh, work and paperwork that we needed to do mm-hmm. because of the offer too. But once we came here, I mean, we we really love the area, so we decided to stay. You you came under a J one or an H two H one, an H one, an H one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, were you both on H ones or were you the primary and your wife got a? Yeah, so I was an H one, and when she applied, she also gave her own H one. So so, okay. so so because we the, both did the step three like before applying to residency. How long? Since most Americans are oblivious to the intricacies of immigration, how long did that process take to 
A, get the visa. Admittedly, it's hel- it, it helps to be in medicine because they need doctors. Yes. Um, and how long did it take? Are you citizens now? Yes, yes, we're how, citizens now. How long did it take to do that changeover from H1 to green card to So in theory, since you came, I mean, you're three years on H1, then like uh, uh, like after that, you can get an employer and like the employer can sponsor your, your green card. And after two years, you get a green card, two or three years, so that's six years and five years more, and then you can apply for citizenship, right? Like so... That's 10, 11 years, probably around. Right. So, so you're yeah. recent citizens. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So we have been like uh, for a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. With American children, they were born here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And 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 we feel like like the U.S. and America like is our home now, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we have been here for so long. I mean, we are so Americanized. Uh, I mean, like when when we go back to Peru. I mean, of course, we love our food, our family, and friends, and all of that, sure. but. I mean, it's a little bit different, right? Like, I mean, like you, you feel like home here. Mm-hmm. Are your uh, family members able to come up here and visit you? Yes, yes. So uh, most of our family is back in Peru still, right? Like, and, mm-hmm. and you can imagine, I mean, like uh, mom, dad, uh, her her dad uh, and and brother who's also a physician who who works over there, I, mm-hmm. I mean they're they they are so used to Peru. I mean and and Peru is home, right? Like so, they they come here also like because they love us and all of that. And, and of they course, want to see their grandchildren. But uh, I mean like they just want to go back to Peru as quick as possible. Like every time they come. <laughs> yeah, it's a long trip too. It's a pretty long yes. flight. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what do you think? You've been practicing here for a long time, actually much longer now, even than you were in school and practicing there. But but do you feel there's a huge difference in the way medicine is practiced? Uh, you, you mean or experienced like in, uh, or experienced like, by the patient? Yeah. Do you feel feel there's a huge difference in the philosophy of medicine? Comparing per, Peru to the Peru US? to yes mm-hmm. yes absolutely no absolutely uh, in Peru you can imagine we're a third world country right so we have very limited resources so mm-hmm. um, the medicine how it's practiced in Peru even like until when when I came like ten years ago or, or fifteen years ago uh, it was more like the paternalistic type of medicine right mm-hmm. like so. Um, I mean, of course, you has of course you have the best intentions, and you have taken like the Hippocratic oath. Uh, but to some degree, you kind of guide your patient in telling him or her what's the best thing for for the loved ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily giving a bunch of information that sometimes can confuse like the people more, right? But 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 again, like just just trying what is to do the right thing and the appropriate thing. Mm-hmm. Here in the U.S., it's a little bit different. I mean, of course, right? Like we 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 disclose uh, most of the things or absolutely everything, right? Like so, the patient and family can take an informed decision, right? Like, and you can mm-hmm. imagine, right? Like I, I'm in Pullman Critical Care. I work in the ICU. I deal with life and death situations every, mm-hmm. every single day. So it's important to have that clarity, that transparency, but also I'd like to have like the rapport not just with the patient, but also with, with the family, right? Like mm-hmm. for, for, for many of us um, who work in the ICU, we we see this every single day, right? But if you imagine, I mean, like just going to the ICU or just being intubated or in the breathing machine, 
it's a big, big thing. I mean, that that changes your life, right? Mm -hmm. So we sometimes forget about that, like because we we do because that's that is our comfort zone, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not being intubated. It's very different when you're the patient, but when Absolutely. you're the doctor, you forget how terrifying the place is. Yes, because you yes. know what all the, the funny noises are when. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Part of the reason I started this series, not the podcast, but this season three is because I was talking with her from Uzbekistan. And uh -huh. when I was talking with her in general, she said that she couldn't give people bad news in, in her homeland. That that was, if you didn't, it was considered cruel to burden the patient with that. So you told them what to do and you would tell the family as much as you think the patient would the family would understand which i sometimes think is much kinder but of course you know it took you eight years to learn medicine it took me pretty much the same amount of time you can't give that to a patient and ask them to evaluate what you're explaining to them so the the, the trust thing has to be there and they have yes. at some point you're going to have to say this choice or this choice, not here's a list of things that you could do. <laughs> yes, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 that's also some uh, some of the things that we usually try to do when we're in the ICU. So so for for example, like as as you were saying, like some of the defense mechanisms, right? Like so mm -hmm. so we sometimes try to be very professionals or very technical on things, but that's not necessarily like the way that you should do things, right? Like like because if you tell that to a lay person he or she is not going to understand that right like so you need to be on the same ground and the same level of this other well, person and, and just and again. also when you're telling people terrible news and it's terrible to them it's probably one of the worst days of their life absolutely they just they have a buzzing in their ears so what you're saying is just you know yeah kind of going yes. in for like you've got everything to repeat it many times yeah yes, and come you know circle, circle around an hour or two later and make sure they retained what you said to them yes yes that's correct what's your average day Hour-wise, how much time are you at the hospital? Yeah, so I'm 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 very grateful that again, like like actually, I mean I mean our group is kind kind of like a big group actually in in the hospital. So I usually work 17, 18 shifts a month, and uh, like every time we're there, our schedule is kind of different, right? Like so, there maybe some weeks that I'm working in the morning, some weeks I'm working in the afternoon or mid afternoon uh, evening. Sometimes I'm working nights. So, I mean, like, <laughs> if you ask, how's your schedule? I mean, it's very difficult to explain. But, uh, yeah, like like the average is uh, eight, eight to 12 hours. Yes. Okay. How many days a week? Uh, it changes. But, but again, like, uh, the, it's an average of 17 to 18 days a month. Yeah. So much more civilized than residency. <laughs> yes. <laughs> residency yes. is very hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but but uh, honestly, I mean, I cannot complain, really. I mean, like, uh, it's a big hospital. We have uh, help from, I mean, like, uh, like, like, and we work with residents, with medical students, with fellows, with APPs. So we have a lot of help. Uh, so mm -hmm. we, we are able, like, to, again, like, to have the time to stay with the patients and all, like, also, like, to do some teaching and the rounds with, with APPs. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're happy and you don't see yourself leaving where you are now? Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, sudden, there, sudden desire to go to Alaska or something. There, there, <laughs> there, there, there's no perfect thing for anyone, I guess. Like mm -hmm. in this world, right? Like, and and you need to take the, you you have to learn to 
take the good things and be grateful for the good things that you have or you have accomplished, right? Like I, I like like before coming to to Dallas, I was in uh, in like in McAllen for two years. Mm-hmm. And, and I was in another completely different setting. I was like in private practice. So very hectic, very, very quick, a lot of work. Uh, you maybe make more money, but at the same time, you have like uh, friends outside your, your group and outside your like your group and also like Hispanic doctors and all of that. Mm-hmm. Here, I mean, I also have like a very good, good friends in my practice and all of that, but it's more structured. Again, like mm-hmm. um, you feel sometimes you may have, you may not have like the freedom of, or for example, just uh, going home and have lunch, and 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 you need like to be in the hospital actually all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But but it, but it's just like a different setup, right? Like, and you need that just to get used. Um, the the only change that I probably I, I mean, and this is pretty much the same with any hospitalist or ICU doctor, right? Like, I I wish I would do less weekends, probably, <laughs> right? <laughs> And I wish I would do less nights, right? I, I, I mean, and, and at some point, that's what we are aiming, right? Like, so again, like to have more time on the weekends and nights, like to be with family or do like of the course. things that you like to do, right? So do you do any, what do you do outside of the world of medicine? What other things are you interested in? Oh, a couple of things. <laughs> a, a couple of things. Um, so so one of the things is that um, I like to run. So mm-hmm. um and uh, actually, I didn't discover that passion until I came to the U.S. So I, I run my first... or or just for fun? Uh, for fun, but I try now to get more like of it now, like and and go higher and higher, right? So mm-hmm. so I I ran my first half marathon when I was in my last year of residency, and then after that I ran another one, and then I left it for ten or eleven years when when my two kids were born and I was in fellowship. And now in the last two years, I have picked it up, like, and I have run two half marathons. And I just recently, two months ago, I ran my first full marathon. So, I mean, I'm really into that. I really like that. I think, like, also part of your health, right? Like, and also Mm -hmm. sometimes that helps me. I mean, when you have a stressful day or a very busy day. I mean, you you will think that, I mean, you're, you're, you're tired and busy and stressed, so you're going to do more stuff. Yeah, but again, it's something that, I mean- like Different stuff. <laughs> you like, and it's outside medicine, right? And all of that. Yeah. Yes. Also for three or f- for five years almost now, we also do real estate, like, like my wife and I. So we have our single family homes and we also do some commercial real estate, right? Like just to be like busy and have fun with other things. And just have something else. different to, to worry about. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> how about your kids? How many, how many children do you have? So we have two kids. We have two okay. kids, uh, two boys. And and you can imagine how is the house. Yes, I can. Uh, I, have, I had three, but they're in the third. Okay. Eventually they grow <laughs> okay. up. Um, so what stage are they in school? One is 11 years old and the other one is eight. eight. So have actually I... like today was their first day of school. So 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 we took That's them right. to school today. You go yes. so early in the summer back down there, but you get out early. Um, yeah. When has, have either of them expressed an interest in medicine with two parents as physicians? Uh, they said anything but medicine. I'm, my, my kids said, my husband's an engineer and all of them coming up said, not going to be a yeah. doctor, not going to be an engineer. <laughs> got a doctor, yeah, got uh, an engineer. Uh, <laughs> we haven't... <laughs> ask that question that that again like in detail to them right like so oh. uh, I, I mean like it's just like a general hey what what, what would you like like to to do when you're yeah. older and they say like oh, i mean of course like a police or an astronaut or like yeah. a football player, like like a soccer player right and but but it's nothing that my wife or I, or or myself we would want to put a pressure on them on doing that i mean like i i have told them like 
whatever they try to do or decide to do, we're, we're going to be supporting them, but they need to really put their effort on that. Yeah, that's right? what happened. So, we felt exactly the same way. They just announced without any prompting, they weren't going to do this. And as I said, I've got three sons. One's a doctor, one's an engineer, one's an urban hmm. planner. He managed to escape us. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> they just announced one day, oh, oh, I've decided I'm going to do this. Oh, okay. Fine. Oh, was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. But uh, did do you ever go back and do anything medical in Peru or you just go back and visit, visit family? Yeah, so so that's in the plans. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. so that's, uh, I, I mean, and we have come in our journey here in the U.S. Uh, from, again, just, just barely being able to make it like to the US to being now more comfortable and now being half the time like to do other things, right? Like mm -hmm. like running or real estate or other things with our kids or or traveling even, right? Like and that's I believe always is like the last part of you as a human being, right? Like to to be able like to give back like what you have gained over the years to to other people. Right. Like so mm -hmm. yeah, I mean that's that's absolutely in the blank. We haven't been able to do I mean, I was able to do a couple of um only one day um some medical campaigns in Peru, like but long mm -hmm. time ago. But that's in the in, in like in our plans at some point. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have any other words of wisdom for people? <laughs> what do you most <laughs> no. enjoy? What do you most miss about Peru? And what do you most enjoy about being in America? Uh I, I miss about Peru, my uh, my family. Aside from family, family oh, obviously doesn't yes. matter where you are. You're gonna miss your family. But what? Yes. What, what cannot uh, be reproduced here? <laughs> the food, the food, the absolutely food. the food. Okay. Yes, I mean, like we we have very good restaurants here, like like even in Dallas. But the food is different. I mean, it's not completely authentic. I mean, like and and, and all the spices are a little bit different. So, I uh -huh. mean, you're you're not gonna be able like to get authentic Peruvian food until you go back to Peru. <laughs> Okay. And right, and, so. and what we uh, and 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 you asked like I think like what what do you like here from the US? Mm -hmm. or, yeah. What do you, um, what do you most enjoy about being here? About being in the US aside from being paid well as a physician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I mean like um I mean I don't know like uh, like our life uh I mean like we we don't have necessarily like an exciting life or or mm -hmm. flashy life or anything like that but just just being able to have a simple life with wife and kids um and spend time together time i'm uh, um, i mean of course we we have like have some money earned, like uh, able like to earn right like and have you may say but the most important thing is like that allows you to spend time with your family right like and how you spend time with them right so yeah, yeah. okay thank you very much do you have any other anything else you wish to say are you doing any courses are you teaching are you, you no to, this is no i this mean isn't like, a bit you, please give a plug to whatever it is <laughs> anybody need to buy a house go talk to him <laughs> <laughs> no again like i mean like uh just just grateful for for you having me your show i mean i just wanted like to to chat with you and again like uh thank you oh thank you bye-bye bye thank you for joining us at myth magic medicine if you have found this episode useful, you can apply for free CME credit through the link provided in the transcript. If you're not a medical professional, please remember, while we're physicians, we're not your physicians. So please consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you have heard might apply to you or a loved one. Until next time, bye-bye.